You are alive to shine. I'm Beth. And I'm Hope. And this is the Shine Podcast, where we meet lots of different people to hear about the ways that they light up the world. And here's why we're doing this. We've been changed and affected by people who shine with the love of Jesus. And the world needs people like that and like you right now. So be encouraged. And let your light shine. I've never in my life ever used I'm a so microphone. Excited. Ever. Oh, I had no choice. I was kind of. You don't. You don't have a choice. She's nervous. But anyhow, I brought you each a bunny because this is part of what I do for. I look for sales. Now, these only expire in 24. However, I wouldn't give it to my grandchild. I'm not that tacky. But I brought you each one. A dollar twelve from Grant. 75% off sale. Yeah, 75%. Are they solid chocolate bunnies? Yeah, they're Grant. I love going in there. I love going in there. And can we talk about our little sister nun figurines? Who are these friends that we have today? I love them. I was raised Catholic. But these were in a garage sale last week, and I said, oh, I'm going to get these for my sister because they're Catholic. But I just thought they were so cute. But Trudy said to me, I like that lady in cookies because I don't think the girls have seen nuns. I mean, my oh. grandkids. Sister Mary Benevolent. Let me see what this one says. <laughs> Sister Mary Munch. Oh, she's <laughs> eating cookies. <laughs> oh, that's well, hilarious. What are those cute Chotskys? We'll have to leave them in. <laughs> Maybe you'll have to tell Jonathan that these nuns will be after him if he doesn't show up yeah. at that table. <laughs> Let's put them in his windowsill. <laughs> Well, you I'll can fidget it. with this. Or yeah, sister but I might be benevolent. making those noises here. Don't think I'm doing something else. <laughs> you can start manhandling Sister Benevolent. <laughs> I'm just glad there's not a camera. That would be really weird. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to oh, do Oh, I that. wouldn't be on here if there was a camera. But I find yours really interesting because you've been all over the place. And you've had several different positions, You're jobs in that. Oh, yeah. I was really surprised. I didn't expect that of you. Well, now I'm very boring. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing the most thing in the world. Aww. So. And it's good you did all those things before. Mm-hmm. It's true. And I was such a homebody before. Like, I never wanted to even leave Columbiana. Oh. It was a very big stretch for me to ever move or do anything. So that was... And once you moved, it's then I had to do like, fun stuff. Great. Yeah, it was. It <laughs> like, was. where else I can I go? I knew I needed that, like, oh, get out of here. Very <laughs> you know? nice. Yeah. Oh, this is wow. about you. What's your favorite Broadway musical? Have you Cats. been to a lot? Oh, yeah, uh, my son lived at NYU for a summer. He rented Wonderful. a dorm there after high school. It was really fun for him. He wasn't too thrilled when Carly and I showed up for a week. <laughs> did we you did. see the, the movie, Cats? You know what? I have not, but I want to. I have to get it at the library one of these days. I was, it's on my mental I list. I saw Cats in New York City. Yes, that's where I saw it. And then I saw the movie, and I'm like, I don't did you not remember like the movie? thinking it was this dorky. But <laughs> <laughs> well, the movie Prey is kind of, I mean, there is a difference. The Broadway I don't shows, know. It was, maybe a lot of them would be dorky if they were in movies. Maybe. But yeah. we went, I forget who I went with, but we're like, well, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw them. I saw a recording of Broadway. Okay. Thing, but I never saw, I've never been. Well, I wouldn't it. waste your money unless it's free on Netflix okay. or something. <laughs> I don't but think they, I could get Brian show to watch that. It got, it got really bad reviews. Did it? And people made fun of everybody in it. But <laughs> Any questions? You're good? Take a deep breath. I'm good. This Go is Hope's straight. first time. Put your feet straight. Yeah. Not cross your legs. <laughs> you can start chomping on your chocolate bunny if you... Yeah. <laughs> That'll make it worse. Welcome, Shine Podcast listeners. It's Beth. It's Hope. 
And we are here with the lovely Miss Di, Lady Di, Diane Ganip. We've been asking her to come into the podcast studio for several seasons, and she finally agreed. <laughs> and we're so happy to have her here today. So thanks for coming in. You're welcome. <laughs> she brought us little Chotsky nun statues to remind her of her Catholic upbringing. We're going to pass them on to Jonathan Perkins. <laughs> After this podcast, <laughs> Diane was born and raised in Catholic Pittsburgh. Yes. Is that a town or it was just very <laughs> just, Catholic? No. It's Pittsburgh a real town? It's very Catholic. Oh. No, did I? No, it oh, was born and raised read. Okay. in Pittsburgh. I'm making things up, people. <laughs> <laughs> she was Start born. <laughs> There's a town called Catholic and they're very Catholic in Pittsburgh. <laughs> she was born and raised Catholic in Pittsburgh. She could walk take the bus, go anywhere in the city, and to this day, she loves big cities. However, Columbiana is tough to beat with all of our amenities. If you know Diane, you'll see her riding everywhere on her fun bike. She went to an all-girls Catholic school, St. Benedict's Academy, and between the nuns and school uniforms, her parents had very few things to worry about. She's got one sister who's two years younger and one brother who's 16 years younger. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a big gap. Big, big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> her goal in high school was to be a stenographer. She loved typing and shorthand. But when she graduated, her dream job at Heinz came true, a secretary in purchasing. She got married at 21. She had her first child, Kevin, at 26. And four years later, she had Carly. Carly goes to the upper room here, Carly Altimer. They moved to Columbiana when Kevin was six weeks old, and she's been here ever since. She was mostly a stay-at-home mom until the kids were out of high school. She did have part-time jobs along the way when she could work opposite her husband's schedule. She was a bank teller, a postal worker, and eventually she landed Esther Lee Fence as a part-time seasonal secretary, working her way into a full-time career. And she's actually been with them for 35 years, and that's actually how we met was with Esterly Fence when you guys came over to sold James our to do the yeah fence. sold us yeah. our fence so yeah. that's I've known you for twenty years uh -huh. she's very blessed to have a job she loves and she works with great people the irony is her ex husband is the one that gave her the connection with the job they were divorced in two thousand after twenty eight years of marriage Diane enjoys swimming riding bikes Broadway musicals the Y organizing stuff reorganizing stuff mm -hmm. upscale garage sales walking around department stores, especially the new Bosco's in Beaver Valley Mall, there's something about a two floors with an escalator. There is. And it <laughs> reminds her of the old days downtown. She also likes sales, and so she found us Gorant's Solid Chocolate Bunnies. For $1.12. For $1.75. Wow. She's a discount And they're not shopper. expired. <laughs> we have to go home and eat them tonight. I'm just they're not expired. <laughs> you look too young to have had a career for 35 years after your kids to well, school? Well, you know what? It was part-time, you know, okay. and then it gradually became full-time. Yes. And you're still doing it? Mm-hmm. I love it. I cut back. I'm like four and a half days now. Oh, that's a not that much of a cutback. <laughs> no, but it's enough because I'd go crazy <laughs> What do you get, a half a day off well, on Fridays? Well, I get off on Fridays. Okay. And then I just now started leaving an hour early each day. So that's at three o'clock. So much better than four. It just feels like so many more hours. Yeah. How long have you been at the upper room? Probably about eight years. I, I love all the people and the messages are awesome. The music, everything. What was your experience like at an all-girls Catholic high school? Was that a positive one? 
Yes, because it was the norm. Very norm. Lots of people did that then. Yes. And you probably had a brother school across the street. The brother school was where my ex-husband went. Whenever we went to the Catholic grade school, most of us then chose which high school we wanted to go to. There were four Catholic girls schools and only one Catholic boy school. That was kind of in the proximity. So we all scattered to our different schools and we'd have dances all the time. All the schools had their own dances every single week. Every week? Mm -hmm. Every Friday and Saturday. You could invite guys. Everybody just showed up. Just what you did. Was it at the school or was mm-hmm. it? So, okay. It was at all the different schools. It was really a fun time to grow up. Awesome. Like sock hops? I love that. That kind yeah, of just, dance? Yeah, music and dancing. And that was what we Are did. You a good dancer? No, I'm not at all. <laughs> <laughs> my, my ex-husband is, but my kids are, but no, not me. I'm terrible. But it was really fun because you met so many people. Yeah. Your circle just kept growing. But that was the norm. Did you have strict nun teachers? Yes, very. Did they hit your hands with rulers? Well... No. Okay. Because you were good, probably. Yeah, I was just so good. (laughs) (laughs) You knew better. Now most of the schools have turned into old age homes. Yeah, most of them closed So they don't really, like, exist anymore, or very few? Not really. There are still some, but they're all co-ed. I don't even know if there's any that are just one or or the other. Now, what brought you to Columbiana, then? My ex-husband got a job in Salem. He's a counselor. Alcohol and drug counselor. He got a job in Salem, and that's how we ended up here. Sad to leave Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. You go back a lot. I used to more. It's hard to get around. My sister's still there, and a couple of my friends. They live right in the city, so it's really nice Mm because I can go there and stay overnight and stuff. But finding the time. Yeah, yeah. you have four grandkids. Three. Okay, so Trudy and Sam come Mm -hmm. here. Right. Carly's kids, Carly and Matt's, and then Kevin has a daughter. Yes. And and you spend every other week with her weekend. Yes, but it's getting to be less because she's 13 yeah. and she's a cheerleader she's and do. better things <laughs> than me <laughs> than us <laughs> yeah i'm sure she still loves you yes so diane tell us who or what turned your light on everything no this I mean, is your testimony well you grew okay. up catholic i grew up catholic and whenever carly was at kent state she joined the newman center and there was issues that she came home one day she lived up there what's the newman center that's the Catholic University Church. Okay. There's a Newman Center at Youngstown, at Kent State. She came home one day and said, I am finding a new church. So she went on her search, and she found Greenford, and then took us there. We were a little taken aback, but we, we really liked Greenford. You know, the message was amazing, and we started going and everything, but then she took it further and <laughs> said, came home to say she was getting baptized. And of course, we said, her father and I, because we were still married then, and we said, okay, you were already baptized. She went by herself. She got baptized. And then after after the years, I felt bad that, you know, what we didn't even show up. What did you think about that when she came home and told you that? We thought, oh, okay, <laughs> that's what she's doing, and it's fine. But we still weren't convinced, you know, it was still so new to us. But we stayed there because we liked it. And, and then we switched from Greenford after, I don't know how many years, maybe six years or so. We went to First Christian on Cherry Street because it was close and it was about the same and it was smaller. We liked it a lot. And then after, I don't know how many years there, Shirley Streetler's friend Suzanne suggested Upper Room. I said to Seal, I don't know, do they speak in tongues and all that? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) So we came and we sat in the back. It was not even close to being over. And Carly said, I love it here. I love Kate's voice. I love the songs. We saw all the kids. She said, this is where I'm going. I said, well, then I am too. Here we are. (laughs) And that was that? That was that. It was easy. 
So you feel like when you you had a close walk with Jesus when you were growing up as a kid and in the Catholic school, or was it different? Well, it wasn't like the Christian churches where you really start building a relationship with Jesus and you start reading the Bible, because even though you're in a Catholic school and you have religion and mass constantly and everything, it really wasn't a lot of Bible. I never read a Bible or parts of it even. We all had one in our house, but it was very seldom opened. So when you started going to... The Christian churches, is that when you started reading your Bible? Yes. It's still a struggle because I'm not a reader, but I've gotten through it almost twice. Well, that's, that's amazing. huge because I've never read a book <laughs> in my life. Well, then that's pretty good. Uh, I got through school and everything. But. <laughs> Do you ever listen? I think James Earl Jones, he reads the Bible on CD. Well, I did start audiobooks. I do like those, but I, don't, I haven't done the Bibles on the audio. I don't know. He's got a great attention. Voice. Tell us what lights you up. Just this is what ev- you said. This is everything. Where I, I mean, everything. <laughs> Just I think I annoy people because I'm always excited about stuff, smallest things. You know, the, our sunsets are gorgeous here. I mean, you know, you look out the window and every night they're prettier than the next, and just find so many things. Just us human beings, how we function, how God created us. And the world and everything in it, and it's just mind-boggling. Yes. Were you like that as a kid? I think so. My mom always told me to take off my rose-colored glasses. That's <laughs> like, awesome. No, I want them off. <laughs> I think she wanted me to see reality sometimes. So you're very active. You like to walk, walk ride your ride bike, bike swim. swim, exercise. Yeah, I am. Have you one. always been into that? Not so much as far as exercise per se, but I was always active. More play tennis, maybe, and always on the go. I can't sit still, which is not good. <laughs> but I really can't. It takes so much effort. When I finally sit, grandma, I bet. Well, whenever I finally sit down, I usually fall asleep because <laughs> I'm so exhausted. <laughs> Have you picked up pickleball? No. If you were a tennis player? I can't do things that are kind of... Um, planned structured okay it's i need to be able yes i need to be able on my bike right now (laughs) correct i can't go to um the bike trails because it's too planned and time sensitive and stuff i need to just go and pickleball they want you there on time (laughs) (laughs) you stay for a certain amount of time (laughs) and many of time many and usually it's during the day as well so that's really not quite an option you're very spontaneous very that's why I like my job. It's never the same any day. It's always different. I'm always going somewhere different or doing. I could plan something and it doesn't work that way. Have you ever been stuck in a routine? No. <laughs> no, even with like, my we're kids. We're shaking it up, kids. <laughs> no, never. I mean, I've never been on time for anything. You were yeah. here. You beat Hope here tonight. <laughs> I did. I By did. one minute. That was pretty right. good. Are your clocks all 10 minutes fast? But they should. It they really, really works. Yeah. Everything is 10 minutes fast. Do do yeah, but my... don't you just subtract 10 because you're like, that's 10 minutes <laughs> fast. No. It doesn't matter. No, it, it works. I think it's from missing so many buses when I was young. I was always missing buses and called my dad. Daddy, can you come get me? I missed the bus again. <laughs> Were you yeah. a social butterfly? No, not really. No? I always just have a few friends. I was never the popular one. I love how much you love garage sales. I've been reading about this. And I think, this is amazing. <laughs> well, and it was a God thing because when we learned that uh, Kevin was having a child, you know, we were going to have a grandchild, first grandchild, all the worries started sinking in, all the anxieties that you get and think, and the devil was just really playing, doing his part. And I was riding my bike and I was on Parkview. I came across this garage sale. I had never been to a garage sale. 
And I stopped, and all this woman had was baby clothes. I don't even remember which house it was. Her garage was filled with tables of baby clothes. And I said, oh, my goodness, we're going to be having a baby. And it was all the onesies. And I said, how many children do you have? She said, one. I said, (laughs) oh, my goodness. I got hooked. Because for babies and kids, toys, then I started going to these garage sales. I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, then I have to get the pool. scoop from you. Fill me in. So I know where to like... go. Yeah, I love it. That's super fun. What else do you shop yeah. for whenever you go? Got most of the children's toys and clothes have all been from garage sales. Yeah. At my son's house, at my house, at Carly's house, and then I start buying for other people too. So that was mainly. Well, now the kids are kind of. They get to be teens. They're not real fond of garage sales. I don't know. My daughter loves to thrift. Does she? she? I mean, she loves it. And she does not like to pay full price. And we'll go into a store and she'll be like, "Mm." yeah, (laughs) that is ridiculous. Good for her because at her age, a lot of times they're not like that. So you said something about being anxious and worry kicking in. Is that something that you've always struggled with? Kind of. Yes, I would be definitely that person. Yes. I try not to worry. I don't consider myself a worrier at all. And especially now that I've been building a more personal relationship with Jesus, I really am good at giving it to him most of the time, not all the time. But I've always been more of the not laid back. My mom used to also tell me that I need to learn to relax. <laughs> and I haven't I don't think yet. you have. I haven't. I can't. But it seems like you found really good ways to channel it with bike riding and staying Right. Home. It helps. Yeah. Tremendously. Just think what you'd be like if you didn't. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> Is your son local too? He's in Pittsburgh. So Carly, does Carly live close to you? In Latonia. So you get it's to very see lovely. her a lot. Okay, yes. not just not just on Sundays. I keep teasing them. I could build a tiny house in their yard. <laughs> I don't get too much of an excited reaction. <laughs> Some of that absence makes the heart grow. <laughs> well, it's kind of the best of both worlds because they get to do things in Columbiana then because yeah. I live there and the pool and all that. Fire Stemple. Yeah. It's just like pool. 15 minutes, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. close. It's very convenient yeah so you're just a happy happy lady i am i love that <laughs> she's always smiling like and i said i get on people's nerves what happens though? when you have a bad day i usually just clam up and cry in a shower <laughs> <laughs> then you come out and happy. figure tomorrow will be better because yeah. it always is god always gives you he always gives you the next day that's brighter so what do you do to let your light shine i just try to smile at people whenever i pass them so many people seem sad or lonely. I figure if you just smile and say hi, I think that helps. Sometimes well, they're have... taken aback by that, you know? I, well, you have such positive energy. You're always very generous with your kind words and encouragement. No, it's really true. I can attest to that. I feel like I don't know you well no. at all. But you are always so cheery and happy and, like, encouraging to me on Sundays, even just, like, in the coffee line. She's, it's so sweet. I'm like, oh, it's, just, it's good vibes all the oh, time Oh, thank you. you. Yes. That's good. You and Carly both, I think she inherited that from you. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. How come you don't like reading? Because you have to sit down. <laughs> you have to sit still. 
<laughs> You're like the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> I know. You just. I even try to get comfortable chairs. <laughs> and I never so sit in them. Doesn't matter. No. <laughs> Enough with this. Where's my bike? I love. I that. don't watch TV either. I'm that lady in Columbiana that doesn't have a cable or TV or computer or anything. Really, you don't even have a TV. I have a TV. Oh, you just don't want. But it. I have rabbit ears. So you get. Do those work anymore? Well, so black barely. And white? <laughs> <laughs> One station's always in Spanish or. You and my mom, you're PBS. a lot alike. We are a lot alike. Because I'm like, let's watch a movie. And then she's up and down 19 times, okay, folding good. clothes, doing dish. What happened? We're like, you're not allowed to ask if you're not, <laughs> you're not in the watching. room. <laughs> you guarded? No. No. Sorry, I, I, I do what I need to anymore. I mean, I mow. I do mow. I do what I have to do, but I do not like doing the gardening. Do you have a nice fence in your yard? Partially. I don't. It's not fenced in, but I do a nice on either side. Yeah, I do take care of that. I maintain the wood. But you like to shop. Do you like to shop? Boscovs. Is it Boscovs? 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 How do you say Bos- that? I think it's, I don't know how to say it, but I always say Boscovs. I get the but, ad for it, but I've never been there before. Oh, you have to go. Is it fun? It is so fun. They right. have everything. It's so What's it similar nice. to? The one in Beaver Valley Mall, I like a lot better than the Eastwood Mall, and it's Actually, it's closer and no. easier to get to. It's a straight shot. Is it like a Target? No, it is like an old-fashioned Kaufman's. Well, Macy's. It's like an old-fashioned Macy's because you have the one in Manaka, you know, Beaver Valley Mall. They have two floors, okay. so you got the escalator. <laughs> and upstairs, they have their candy department where they make their own fudge. And then they have their housewares and even the restrooms. I like to go into restrooms. <laughs> I mean, you know... <laughs> They have their outer room with a couch, but the I still don't sit. I don't sit there either. But it's you know they have you the, jump on like them. <laughs> but it's just so reminiscent of, of downtown Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. or for you guys downtown Youngstown, the good old days. It sounds yeah. like you had a really fun childhood. I did. We were out till the street lights came on. You had to go in. You had to come in to eat dinner at four thirty. That's what all families did at four thirty. Mom and dad were. Mom was home all day, and dad worked all day. 4.30 dinner. Yeah. And then you got to go back outside. Oh, yes. As soon as possible. Are you a cook? Mm-mm. I cook, but I wouldn't rave about it. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so my kids say about me. It has to be me. simple. They're like, Mom, you're not famous for your cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I stand by it. When you brought us a meal, I think when Leo or Emma was born, it was like the most delicious. Oh, it was thank so you. good, truly. See, we, we have a few things we can <laughs> make, right? Yeah, a couple of things. Yes. <laughs> I'd say, it's not burnt, it's brown. <laughs> brown is flavor. Yeah, there you go. So. And you can always count on one of your kids to say, I like it burnt, right? At times. Just bacon, <laughs> crunchy bacon. Uh-huh. We don't like wet bacon. <laughs> no. <laughs> so talk to me about this switch from being Catholic and having it being a lot about rules and regulations to coming into where you found out like Jesus wants a personal relationship with you. Was that hard thing to switch into or were you just like, yay? It wasn't hard because my family, even though we were raised Catholic, they weren't what you would consider a strict Catholic where they made an issue out of it or anything. But like I said, they sent us to the schools and it was all taken care of. You know, we went to church every Sunday. 
I mean, we skipped a few times to go to the candy store, and they wouldn't know it, you know, <laughs> the penny candy store. That's where your shopping kicked in. Well, you know, you got to love the penny candy stores. You know, it was just easy because we I didn't have real strict parents about that kind of stuff. The transition was kind of easy, I think, because Carly led us into it. I should say me, led me into it. The ministers at the, all these churches that we went to whenever we were there— they just made it so welcoming and easy, and the messages made so much sense. And they just—I always said, do they always have to point to me at each every Sunday? Does it have to point to me? You know, it just hit home to me. The background in the Catholic Church was more about morals than anything, and that was what was the focus for our family. That was what was really important, and that's probably why we were at Catholic schools and everything. Yeah, so just pretty basic about that. So it was kind of an easy transition. And I was going into something I really liked and learning. It was something new and exciting. You could bounce around. Well, yeah, and the singing. You could dance here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, and the songs. The songs were a big attraction Mm -hmm. because the hymns in the Catholic Church, even to this day, they're not real upbeat. They're solemn. That's good, too. The upbeat of the songs just is tough to beat. And they're all about God and our lives and how we should be living. So I think the Catholic churches should switch to some um, upbeat songs. <laughs> <laughs> was there hesitation whenever Carly was kind of stepping out? And I know you said that you were not interested in attending her baptism. Was there well, a- yes, there was hesitation just because it was so new to us. Yeah. And there are not a lot of contemporary Christian churches in Pittsburgh at all. Okay. It's really hard to find one. I mean, there's just tons of Catholic churches. So it was odd for us, but we got through it. There wasn't anything bad you could say about it. What could you really complain about? The thing about the baptism, you know, you're so brought up that a child has to be baptized really fast Mm -hmm. when you're Catholic, you know, within the first month. If it's six weeks, that's a long time. Really? Okay. The fact that she was already baptized, that was hard to figure out, you know, why you would have to get Mm re-baptized, even though now I totally understand it. Did you Have you gotten baptized as an adult? Yes. At Greenford. So you followed her eventually oh, into yes, that. Yeah. Yes. Do you have any supernatural experiences that you would like to share? There's so many little ones. Well, tell us some of them. Well, just silly little things like so many times I can't find something and I'll just say, God, please help me find it. And I find it. So not, <laughs> none of it's supernatural. Wait, I, wait, I wait. I can't say. Wait, don't say that. Why would you say that? Well, compared to some people's stories, well, I'm not on any kind of shattering. Like, the heavens the, parted. It, God and appeared. The sun, and, down, and the angels sang. Yeah. Yeah. Because he cares about all that. I think, he, I he think when you were worried about your new grandbaby and you stumbled upon the garage Oh, sale. that was my most supernatural, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> It really was, because I just, it was just so amazing. We've all been through challenges, all of us, and same with my family and and the kids and stuff. And some of it's not my story to share, so I can't really share it. But I can just say that God has been answering prayers constantly for all of us for many, many years, and just in amazing ways that you would never expect, putting things just right there for us. It blows your mind. And that's one of the things you don't learn in Catholic church and school, whereas you really pick up on it here. He's just always there for us to survive, and sometimes you just 
are amazed. All the time you're amazed. I call those things like God hugs. Yes. Yes. Like you just feel like you got a hug from God. I remember one time I was, I had been wanting a dresser. This is when we lived in Painesville. And I was just like, I really need a dresser. And then one day my neighbor knocked on my door and said, I have a dresser. Do you want it? Yes. Right. And I was like, like that's just a God hug. Because I didn't even tell anybody about it. Right. I, I don't even think I prayed about it. I just thought it. And when she came and knocked on my door, I was like, thanks, God. That was like a big God hug. God exactly. hug that I wasn't expecting. I, right. I know. And that's how it happens with me, too. Yeah. I think sometimes people, when they think about the word supernatural, they, you know, they're like, that's the how I've part, learned the word. And, the, you know, Someone's the, the angels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But there's, right. I think if we pay attention and you do this, you look at the sunsets and you like nature. And I think just it's awesome what God gives us every day. Right. Right. You know, just the beauty. If we stop and take a look and see what he's giving us, I think that's supernatural. I mean, it is. It's just not the word that you associate it with. Yeah. It says super on our natural. So many times someone will be in your presence that it shines light on the situation that you might be worried about mm-hmm. or, uh, yeah, just worried or stressed about or anxious. And all of a sudden there will be either see someone or visit with someone or you actually hear a story on K-Love. And you'll think, oh, my goodness, here I am worrying about this. And look what this person's going through. And I know God will help us through this. And he does over and over again. He never quits. He has to get kind of sick of us sometimes. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) You need to relax and take your rose-colored glasses off. Yes, yes. (laughs) I don't think he's saying that to you. I think he created you that way. And he gets the light watching you bounce on your bike and go, go, go. Yes. Okay, I'm fascinated by this body donation thing. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Oh, yeah, I forgot to say that in the bio. This is very cool. I decided to do this many, many years ago, and I did. I signed up, called, I did the research. Signed up for what? To donate my body to science. So the doctors at Neocom will get me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, where is Neocom? That's the college in Rutstown. I think that's where it is. You know, the Northeastern Ohio College of Medicine. Oh, okay. It's going to get shipped there right away. It's within 24 hours. You have the the card. My kids all have it. Work has it. I should give it to the Y because maybe I'll be swimming my last (laughs) birthday. You never quit. (laughs) Yeah, you just call the number and you have your card with your ID, ID number on. They come and get you, and you're put on a slab to you experiment. Do you choose what they're... No. It's complete body donation. Okay. So as a result, of course, you become a cadaver, and you can't donate any organs then. So you make that decision. And then after they're done with you, they cremate you, and they have a special They'll cemetery. give you back to your family? If you want, which I don't want. I mean, what are they going to do with me? <laughs> So, I don't know. I have my dad in a little vase on my shelf. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all do. Nice. We all got a little urn that's like two inches long. I'm like, he's in a golf ball basket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, you you it's have like, literally it's decoration on my shelf. <laughs> that's dad up 
sit there in the golf ball basket. <laughs> when you move, don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. It's all there is to it. What made you want to do that? I could say that it's very helpful to humanity, <laughs> but I could be truthful and say it's free. Okay. No, I mean, that's... Are you really thrifty? You're I thrifty about everything. Well, <laughs> in life and death. I don't like to wait. I don't like to waste. <laughs> But my sister's a nurse in Pittsburgh, and she's the one that had talked about it a zillion years ago when she was in nurse's training. So you know how long that was. But she never got around to doing it, I don't think. But I did. Because she suggested, you know, she said, you know, you could donate your body. I think it's a really good idea because they really need them. Being in the nursing profession, she kind of knew about that from Pitt and stuff. So I, whenever I called Pitt, you have to be within certain mileage. You know, you have to go close. You can't go to pit. So anyhow, that's why then I ended up too. And I thought, man, this is a really good deal. <laughs> and, you know, you're going to be in heaven with Jesus anyhow. Exactly. So. <laughs> and it would save my family so much hassle. You know, well, you're just a practical lady. Today. <laughs> I am. I can't help it. I love that. I think that's really cool. So there I am. Are they going to give your family a report? I would want to know. Why could she never sit still? <laughs> hey, that's yeah, would be good. You know, do let them know. That's fascinating. And I'm really healthy, so I think it would really help them. You have to turn in your diary. I don't even have one. Again. You have to sit to write a diary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. No time for that. No. And what yeah. if somebody else wants this plan? How do they get a hold of Neocom? You get their number. I have their. If anybody wants their number, I'll be happy to share it. <laughs> But um, it's really easy. You just call them a human being answers. I did call during COVID to see what happens. They're very <laughs> desperate for bodies because they didn't get any for a while. I think I went into the wrong field. I should have gone into surgery or something. I can't. Gwyneth is really into like the human body. She loves. We give her books and books and books. And she knows all. I mean, she reads it like voraciously. Like, wow. She loves it. But she'll be like, look at this, Mom. Look at this eyeball picture. Oh. And I can't, I can't even look at cartoon pictures of it without feeling sick. Yes. Like, I can't hear about skin layers or like a blood. Like I can't even hear about it. So bless all the people. <laughs> and bless <laughs> Diane. Yes. Well, see, this wasn't so bad, was it? No. It's okay. <laughs> you gotta talk Carly into saying yes. I know for the audio. She's oh. covering her face with her hands. <laughs> it wasn't so bad. Well, we really appreciate you coming in, and it's been fun to get to know you and hear about your story. And if you are ever out and about town, you'll probably run into Diane on a bike when it's nice out. Or at TJ Maxx. Shopping. That's right. Yes, <laughs> yes. Or wandering around the mall. Just wandering around. Make sure you tune in next week for another special guest. Bye. Bye.